hide the camera because nobody wants to see this. I got my... Oh, we do. Notebook ready. I got my... So you can... Terrible personality ready. You just go ahead and hit record. Got my... Pencil. Give me something to write on. <laughs> Whenever oh, you hit record, I'm ready. Anytime. I hit record 26 seconds ago. Whenever you're ready, buddy, I'm here. Lies. You just let me We're gonna record. hit record, and I'm ready to go. We're uh, going to do it. Yeah. You are <laughs> listening. We're totally ready. <laughs> well set up. To the Give Me Five podcast, episode We're record. 235. <laughs> This is the Give Me Five podcast. Anytime now. <laughs> hey, semi-entertaining show that's about to be a solo show, <laughs> which might be more entertaining than what I'm dealing with right now. I'm entertained. <laughs> so am I, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talk about entertaining stuff, movies, books, uh, streaming shows, etc., etc., uh, and... Uh, we also do it apparently during a thunderstorm that just appeared, and it was it came down from uh, Rob's neck of the woods. Oh, did you just get my thunder? I did just get your thunder. Oh yeah. Uh, my name is Showtime, and I am joined by the pale mamba. I'm not sure. That, that, I, I was gonna f it up and and make Omar be pale mamba, <laughs> I and I was gonna be Omar the stilt. <laughs> no, you 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 are in fact the pale mamba. I am the Pale Mamba. How you doing? I'm I'm okay. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm doing well. I'm doing. Well. Are we gonna record? <laughs> eventually. Let me know. Eventually. Uh, and of course, I'm ready. Omar, <laughs> and of course, Omar the Stilt, uh, world renowned for uh, his claim that he slept with twenty thousand women while in the uh, NBA. Omar the Stilt. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive considering he uh, wasn't in the NBA and is also not good at basketball. And I don't remember most of those, <laughs> so that's a bummer. <laughs> oh my god, that's ridiculous! Oh, let's just move anyway. On. Yeah, like what are we doing now? Yeah, so, <laughs> so stuff we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some things, uh, and we're gonna talk about uh, prove it. HBO's <laughs> "Our Flag Means Death," which is a, a pirate comedy by the forces behind what we do in the shadows. Okay. Uh, and I guess Omar is going to pose the question: Does our flag mean death? I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk about Winning Time, which is a story of the Lakers. I've only watched the first episode, but it was interesting, and I want to I want to chat. I was super excited about this, and I hate the Lakers. I haven't been following, but it seems like they're on fire right now. Is that like the Lakers, the team? I don't yeah. know. I, I don't like them. I I like them about as much as I like the Cowboys. Like, yep. everything is going wrong. There's all kinds of discord and stuff. LeBron's talking about leaving. I don't know. I, 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 I haven't... Oh, oh, I think when you said on fire, I thought you meant doing well. No, 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 no. They're, like they're dumpster like a fire? dumpster fire right now. Yeah. Uh, they, you know those teams that at the beginning of the season, they're like, we're a super team, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't pan out. Like, it's happened periodically. Um, I think that's kind of where they're and at. And everybody's at each other's throats. 
Yeah, well, like they they preordained themselves as going to the playoffs, and you know they actually have to play the game. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. where they're at. I don't really I don't pay attention too much. Um, I like Golden State. They're, I do like Golden State. Their, their coach is a huge Pearl Jam fan. That's why. Okay, well, oh, I'm well. In. <laughs> yeah, Golden State like goes on stage, Pearl Jam, goes on Golden Showers, time and for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's something different. Uh, also, so that was the Lakers uh, thing we're going to talk about, and a, a, a Tom Holland non Spider-Man movie that is Uncharted, another video game movie. Mm-hmm. Rob got a chance to see it, and I'm I'm interested to hear what he has to mm-hmm. say because that is my one of my all-time favorite video game franchises. Really? So that being said, this is a review show, guys. There's probably going to be spoilers. We'll try to avoid major twists, but you know, if we are talking about something you haven't seen, read, or listened to yet, then you might want to use your own discretion and come back later. Nice. So I do have a little bit of news here. And it, it's funny because I was, I was typing these names and it was one of those, you know, when you sometimes when we do our notes, we have to type the names and you're like, that's not a real name. Okay. Like, and you're like, you go back to check to make sure you didn't do it. They all sound like names from like the show Psych. So uh, talking about Hawk Osby. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> Yeah, Hawk Otsby, Rafe Judkins. <laughs> Please call me Rafe Judkins like from now on. Name. I'm begging you to call me that from now on. <laughs> My name is Salt Peppersby. <laughs> like, well, it is now. <laughs> yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's going to be possibly be a God of Steak War Marinati. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's delicious. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so there's going to be a God of War show uh, that uh, is being taken up by Amazon. The God of War is a video game, um, and it is a – what, been like seven? No. Seven, yeah. Uh, it follows – this is the video game uh, description. God of War follows Kratos, a Spartan soldier who seeks vengeance against Ares, the God of War. As the installments continue, there are seven to date, with an eighth announced for release later this year. Kratos becomes the god of war himself and attempts to change his fate and those of the warriors who worship him. Um, I never really got into this series, but when I did play it a little bit, I really liked it. it has these massive boss fights. Mm-hmm. You have to and like, you have to figure out how to like scale them and everything. Yeah, because and... you're fighting against gods and titans and things like that. And it's and when people talk about various games, there's always some hook that brings you to like a new game series and this one and i think the giant bosses and i love the mythology behind it it's just i haven't had a chance to really play them but the cool thing about this is that the the wheel of time showrunner rafe judkins previously mentioned um also known as omar my yeah. new favorite word ever rafe judkins <laughs> rafe judkins uh have uh he wheel of time pretty good he is he is in charge of it or she maybe uh, Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby, uh, they are the writers, and they're they're you know breaking down the the script here. Uh, now those two people, those two uh, wonderfully named people, did the script for the Expanse, which was fantastic. Love that show. Uh, also, Children of Children of Men, one of the best movies is, ever. There you go, and the original Iron Man movie, Never which heard is of one it. of my favorite Marvel movies. So the the script, all great. So. Is this show we'll is see it animated? If this actually happens, I believe it's going to be live action. Oh, I mean, I it's so. it's really in the mm. fountain. it's really in the 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 beginning stages. I've heard of God okay. of War. I've never played it, but 
this sounds awesome. I was gonna say they've got a chance to draw to draw us in with a couple of them because didn't isn't Amazon also um, Lord of the Rings? Yep. Yep. Lord of the Rings, Wheel of Time, God of War. They're shelling out some God, cash nice for some lineup. quality stuff. That is a nice oh, lineup. God. I like it. But Netflix has done a great job with Witcher, so. Yeah. Fair. And we're also getting ready to release uh, season two of Upload, which is which was a surprise show that I really enjoyed. Oh, no. When's that coming out? Uh, This month, actually. I believe the 11th. Next week. Hell, yeah. I'm excited about that. That was great. And it was... One of those that you, it was lighthearted, kind of, but if you really thought about it a little more, not so much. So, mm-hmm. so that is uh, where we're at. That we're, for the God of War thing, it, the, all the headlines and stories are still using the word might be brought to Amazon Studio. So we'll, hopefully the, it will happen, but it's not going to be for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, any other news? March 11th, by the way. It is March 11th. What's that? <clears throat> upload season two. Oh, okay. If you haven't seen upload season one, Omar, I recommend it. You I have check not. it out. I've heard of it, but I have not seen out. it. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, I'm on it. <clears throat> so uh, I guess that brings us to Florida news. Oh God, jeez. Oh, what did Flor? What did Omar Man do now? <laughs> uh, um, I believe that's Rafe from now on. Thank you. <laughs> what did Rafe Judkins do now? I will say one of the one of the Rafe Jugglesby. Thing, I'm one gonna of the call funniest you Rafe things Jugglesby. one of my female friends ever told me is that she refused to date anyone whose name is a is an active verb because she said that guys whose names are active verbs are no good. So for example, Rob. If you Ooh. rob someone <laughs> sorry. Um Jimmy. Jimmy Alock. Dr- Jimmy Crackhorn. Sure. Geez. Yeah, Omar, you're you're fine. I know, but I mean, what about my Rafe? Name? Rafe as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, fair enough. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna go to the lovely town of Bartow, Florida. Oh, and, oh god, that's a good word for it. Uh, having, yeah, Bartow, Florida. In fact, I knew someone in college that lived in Bartow, and she actually went home from college to celebrate the town getting its very first traffic light. <laughs> that 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 tracks actually. She's like, no, I'm sorry, I can't hang out this weekend. I need to go home and see the first traffic light. Um, it is in Polk County. I can't. I can't go to that three day festival. We're getting a traffic light. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. It's right outside of our new Walmart, <laughs> which is actually. I'm not even kidding no, about that. That's it. literally what she well, said. That's where you would um, need it anyway. Yeah. yeah so uh, there is. It is big enough, of course, to have a middle school, Bartow Middle School. Oh, I thought you were talking about Polk my. Wait, what? <laughs> no, that's definitely not big enough for its own middle school. Ouch. Um, anyway, uh, the headline is a Polk County teacher accused of biting two students oh over a jar of pickles. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, my God. Are, now, you, are you serious? Yes. Now, oh, I... Details, please. I'm not a pickle person. Omar, are you a pickle person? I, I can hang with a pickle. And I mean pickles yeah, like that you buy at the store. Get your mind out of the gutter. That you put in your mouth. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I know Rob is a pickle person. Uh, uh, former host Jimmy was a pickle person. Like, you guys were, like, passionate about pickles, and I don't get it. But anyway, this woman apparently very passionate. Uh, so Rhonda Rice um, told school Sounds like administration. An MMA fighter. Rhonda Rice. Yeah. 
<laughs> also sounds a little bit like a fake name too. Uh, told school administrations he was playing around with students, and Wait, he? Uh, she, 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 oh. she was playing around with students, and that's why she bit the students that were trying to take the pickle. Uh, so basically, what happened was a a student tried to take a jar of pickles. I don't know why she had a jar of pickles in her classroom, and the teacher grabbed them and bit them on the forearm. And of course, they released, but and she was able to get her pickles back. And when the students were like, "What the hell?" Uh, don't bite us for your pickles. Uh, she was like, no, no, no. I didn't bite them. I licked them, which I don't think is better. Somehow worse. <laughs> yeah, Actually. True. You're right. You're right. Well, I mean, it depends on where she licked Oh, them. my God. Anywhere. Anywhere. It doesn't. Quite... This conversation is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't imagine having been in the room. Holy shit, that's too much. I love, but I always love what spokespeople have to like respond to something in name because it happens a lot in these things. We're like, well, even if that is what she did and she did lick him, I don't think that's acceptable either, said Toro, the um, the school administrator. Uh, this happened in November. She said she is, uh, they did file two misdemeanor battery charges against her. She is set to be arraigned on March 31st. She is, of course, not working at school anymore. And um, hopefully she was able she, – she's apparently uh, eating pickles at home. It honestly sounds like they were goofing off and she just, like, took it too far. Is that is that is that yeah. an unfair – Yeah. No, that, that sounds exactly like what it was. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. No, it's weird. I'm There's... not saying – I'm not saying it's not. It's just – yeah. So she uh... – She's had a few uh, little suspensions, but nothing crazy. She got a letter of reprimand for not having stuff ready for her class in 2001. 2001? Yeah. Yeah, that's not – no, yeah. that's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah, 2008. I barely she had it a to suspension work. Because like, she used her work computer for personal business. Again. Yeah. No. Nothing to see here. Yeah. But uh, mostly <laughs> – And then – there was the pickle licking. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the pickle licking. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I can't. I can't live this way. I can't do this. I just thank you for making my my. Thank you for making my life easier. Which is something I've You're never, welcome. ever, ever, ever thought I'd ever say. Ever. Oh my god, that's so much. That's just so much. So, okay. Omar, yes, I know you like pickles. I will tell you in case you missed the episode where I got Jimmy to try it. The the excellent peanut butter and pickle sandwich. I don't know, dude. I'm a huge. You I love peanut first. butter. Pickles, mm-hmm. I'm cool with. Uh, you not everything it. that's good sh- goes well together. No, I, was, I will say that Jimmy tried it and said it was phenomenal. No, no, no. He said it was fucking amazing. Really? That's yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and the way you do it. Oh God. Is you take two slices of bread and you put peanut butter on each slice of bread. You take three pickle spears, the spears, not whole pickles, not the chips or anything like that. You slide them into your anus while you're eating the peanut butter. You line them up lengthways. You you line them up lengthways and then sandwich them between the two halves with the peanut butter on them. Because the peanut butter seals in the pickle juice and it's, it's a perfect combination. I don't know why it works, but it fucking works. And the one person that I've actually gotten to try it, Jimmy, was like, this is fucking amazing. Okay. And it really is. There you go. Okay. 
and that is called the. And it's got to be creamy peanut that's butter. Called not the crunchy. pickle explosion. What is that? Peanut butter and pickle sandwich. Don't get don't get crazy with it. It's not like pickle licking. Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> So. Do you have peanut butter in your house? Uh, actually, uh, bizarrely, right now I don't. I don't have pickles or peanut butter right now. But no problem. Oh. That's easy to fix. There you go. <clears throat> Get it. All right. That's weird. I don't even know. So, it is time, I believe, to get into our topics. What do we want to do first? Uh, what should we do first? I think we should do the the um, probably the winning time one first because the other two are probably you know higher end. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna talk about winning time. Uh, this is a documentary, or sorry, a was it docu picture? Uh, I was um not mockumentary. I always forget the name of this. It's a biography pick or whatever about the Biopic. Lakers. Yeah, it's a biopic, but it's kind of about the whole team, about the Lakers uh, in the from I guess nineteen seventy nine ish through the eighties when they were basically the you know the the prime time everyone tuned in to watch the Lakers win um, and the whole it's it's where NBA basketball basically became one of the big sports and was some, of course cemented later on by Michael Jordan, but. Up until then, people didn't know if the NBA was going to survive. And at a certain point, the Lakers had had Will Chamberlain, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and as those players were kind of aging out, they decided that they needed to, uh, you know, uh, do something to change things. So, um, he, Winning Time is the story of that. Uh, it released on March sixth. At least I think the first few episodes did um, on uh, HBO Max. Starring, uh, let's see, uh, Quincy Isaiah as Magic Johnson. So all these are, of course, real people. Uh, John C. Riley as Jerry Buss, Doctor Jerry Buss. Jason Siegel is in it as Paul Westhead. Uh, Hadley Robinson as Jeannie Buss, who I believe is currently in charge of the Lakers. That's the daughter mm-hmm. of of uh, Jerry Buss. Uh, Sally Field as Jesse Buss. Oh shit, that was Sally Field. I knew. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> uh, Jason Clark. Do you know that guy? Who Jason Clark is? He's like. Uh, he plays Jerry West. He does it really well, and he's like, he, if you saw, you can see him in the notes. But if you see him, and you're like, oh, it's that guy from. He's an Australian actor, but he's in a lot of stuff that we watch. Uh, Adrian Brody's in it as Pat Riley, which is an interesting casting, um, so on and so forth. Max E. Williams as Jack Nicholson. But anyway, um, the story is professional and personalized of the 1980s Los Angeles Lakers, one of sports' most revered and dominant dynasties, a team that defined an era both on and off the court. So super excited about this because of the trailers and things, because as a motion graphics person, I am really big into when they will do effects on the on the show or something like that to make it look like it is from an era or even like the, the titling where they'll have it look like the really 70s, like you're watching sports in the 70s, and they have the, the like multiple versions of the logo fly into the screen and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the more the more you know, that kind of thing. Ba-bling. Yeah, so I was super excited about it. I actually thought this was coming out much later. Uh, and then when I, when I logged in the other night, I was like, oh, it's out. Hell yeah. Um, and what's interesting is they, they really do make it look like it's shot in the 70s. 
there's like all sorts of effects. It's it looks old. The it's not just like people in silly seventies hair. Like it looks like it was shot using seventies cameras, which I love. Um, so uh, that I really liked. But the weird thing is, it starts off where they're actually talking to the viewer, and like uh-huh. it's re- like so. It's uh, John C. Riley, and he like starts off. He's in bed with I think a Playboy bunny. Actually, it's not, it's okay. It actually starts off with Magic Johnson in a car after having a doctor's appointment in 1991. Like that's the the little like oh shit moment. <laughs> I guess the end of the dynasty kind of thing. And then, and then it cuts and you see, um, J- Doctor Jerry Buss in bed with a Playboy model, and he's like, he talks to her, and then he's like, and she doesn't want to talk to the camera, so he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. I'll I'll do this all by myself, and he starts talking right to the viewer. And then he introduces um, introduces Jerry West. Uh, I, you you know who Jerry West is, Rob? Do yeah, you know, he's the logo. Do you, yeah. Do you know who Jerry West is, Omar? Um, I don't. Omar. Okay, so Jerry West was um, he is the he's the logo, as Rob said. He is the the silhouette for the NBA. Oh, okay. is is actually was traced around a photo of him. Uh, he was known. As being a point guard, he was known for for his passing. He came out of West Virginia. Um, also, he when he was on, I guess he was on the Lakers. He never he never won a championship in that he would win MVPs, but never win the championship. And he was very agitated as a result of that. That's fair. And also, he really, really didn't want them, at least according to the show, to draft Magic Johnson. So this first episode is all about them prepping for the draft, and. Interviews with with young Magic Johnson, him deciding whether or not to go back to college, people thinking that he – I don't even know the person that, that everyone was saying, oh, you should draft this person instead. So clearly that person was a bust. But Jerry Buss was like, I want to – he basically – his whole goal in life was to make enough money so he could not have to worry about going to work and just sit around and watch Lakers games. Turned out that he made enough money to buy the Lakers. Oh, and what and did he do all again? like real estate stuff. <laughs> Real estate, yeah, real estate. Um, I think he actually, based on an article I saw, I didn't realize he owned the Chrysler building. For a little oh while. shit! Okay, that's heavy. All right, but I'm not sure if that's like I couldn't find more about that because where I found it, they were saying that one of the things that the the current owner of the Lakers wanted, like at the time before Jerry Buss bought it, was the deed to the the Chrysler building. But I couldn't find. That he had that Bus had it. It was just that that's what he wanted. So I could, it was a weird, very weirdly read written article. But if anyone knows anything about that, let me know. Um, I had a good time with this. I thought it was fun. Uh, they do a lot of things where they will put like text on the screen. Um, you know, you if you know anything about eighties basketball, there you know you can understand what people are talking about. They're like, oh, why don't we draft that guy uh, out of where was uh, it was Larry Bird, obviously, like. We should draft draft that white guy out of Indiana or wherever he was from, like just little things like that. And you're like, oh, they're talking about this person and so on and so forth. And it's just, I'm enjoying it. If you like basketball, you'll like it. If you like, you know, period appropriate or 80s and 70s stuff, you'll like it. Um, if you like John C. Riley, you'll like it because he's uh, very much John C. Riley in this. Nice. So I've been mocked for asking this before. But so I figured the, will be again. I figured the best way to do it is <clears throat> now in front of a global audience. 
what like what earlier before like when we were introing the show you were saying how you're you're not a Lakers fan per se, right? Okay, yeah. Like why? What is it that makes you like the Lakers or not like the Lakers versus the Celtics or versus whomever else, right? Like what is it about a team that people like or don't like? I don't I don't get. Okay, it. for me, for me unless there's something very specific um that like, you know, a rival team or something like that. I don't like teams that think just because of just be, like they deserve something. Like you know, so the Lakers are like, well, we were so, we were so good, you know. I'll, I'll, okay, so when the reason I really hate the Lakers, and I don't care about LeBron James at all or the Heat, okay, when he was on there, fair enough. But I remember every Lakers fan on the planet when LeBron James left the Heat, they're like, oh, he's coming to the Lakers, and they were like, they would argue vehemently because, well, why wouldn't he come to the Lakers? It's the biggest market in the world, and this and that, and blah 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 blah. It's the Lakers, yeah. So it was like and an then entitlement, he, and then, yeah, entitlement. That's exactly, and then. And then when he didn't, he is now, but he didn't at the time. He went back to Cleveland. They were like, oh, well, he sucks anyway. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, it was that entitlement thing. And it's, it's kind of like the Cowboys were like, we're going to, we're America's team. Why? Because we said we are. Well, right. Who there's at least two that? other yeah. fan bases. Yeah. There's at least two other fan bases <laughs> that hate you vehemently. But actually, oddly enough, mine and Rob's team. Yep. On different sides of the country, one you know, one of which uh, would be like the but, blue co- the blue collar team, and the other which would be like the tech team. I believe that they're considered America's team because they have the largest share of revenue of any NFL team in the league. Interesting. They generate more revenue from their merchandise than any other team in the league, which is why they're considered quote unquote America. Wait, Pretty so good who is that? They've sucked donkey balls. Uh, the yeah. Cowboys. Oh, cow- that's what Cowboys. I thought you were going to say. They've yeah. sucked donkey balls since nineteen ninety six. Yeah. But like I can and, see if you're you... from the place. Like I can see like Greg, I could see you being a Gainesville fan, right? And like my friend Tina, yeah. who you have not met, is like a big she she went to Ohio Ohio State, so she's a big Buckeyes, right? Like I get that. But like when it comes to like professional, like I I hear a lot of people, like one of our mutual friends is a big New Orleans fan. I'm not sure that he's ever been there. <laughs> I am into um uh for like for NFL, right? So, like, what is it that makes you like this particular team? Is it, like, a vibe? Is it, like, me saying, like, I like Neil Peart, but I don't necessarily want to listen to him, but I would rather listen to <laughs> John Bonham? There's usually some kind of there's usually some kind of connection. Because, like, for me, I'm a San Francisco fan. I grew, I'm a native Floridian. I grew up right. in Florida. I didn't even get to San Francisco until I started travel nursing. So and he doesn't way- hate himself enough to be a Dolphins fan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I root for the Dolphins. Um, Everyone that I know down here just but, died. I mean, so thanks for that. <laughs> they're all but there's dying. there's a there's a connection somewhere along the line that has somebody being a fan if they're not from that city. Like the very first football game I ever saw, my parents took me to a Super Bowl party that in 1989, and it was the 49ers versus the the Cincinnati Bengals. And being the first football game I ever watched. I still remember watching Joe Montana step onto the field and driving 95 yards for the game-winning touchdown with less than two minutes to go. Okay. So I've been a 49ers fan and a Joe Montana fan ever since. Fair enough. Um, so that was that was my connection to the 49ers, and I've just always been a 49ers and fan. I, and I was a Steelers fan because not only was I born Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, right? or I am a Steelers fan because I was born in Pittsburgh, but also um, I'm pretty sure at some point my father sat me down and said, I don't care what life decisions you make. 
You will be a Steelers, Steelers fan. <laughs> you could be, you know, gay, <laughs> straight, straight. matter. Other doesn't you matter. You can be. You can. Yeah, you can be anything like that. You can be a, a heroin addict, but. But black and gold are your colors you, now. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I ever see you rooting for the Browns, you're done. That's it. You're not my son. Nice. <laughs> He's adopting earthworms. <laughs> and no, and it, I will say, did you did you write this this summary or did this come from the the actual? Uh, it came from a the one of the longer form IMDb things. Okay. Because this is this was written by a, a very obviously a Lakers fan because the last the last bit of it is incorrect. The best of all, the team was a winner between 1980 and 1991. The Lakers played in an unmatched nine NBA championship series, capturing five of them. That's no, no. Is that that's because incorrect? The Celtics between 57 and 70 went to ten straight. They didn't win them all, but they went to ten straight. Um, and up until recently, the Celtics had more championships than the Lakers did. They now both have 17, I believe. But up until LeBron's last win, the Celtics still had more championships than, than the Lakers. Crazy. Interesting. So I think it's interesting. It's interesting even for non-sports fans because it, it does cover, like, the opening episode was, it totally caught me. Like, I told you it took me a while to get into it. The point that I got into it is when, uh... They show the filming of the airplane scene with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh-huh. the little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they show the filming of it, and then, of course, they do the cut, and then you see him walking away from the set, and the little kid is like, actually, I really am a fan of yours. I don't know if this is true or not, but he's like, actually, I really am a fan of yours. Uh, can I have your autograph, or can I get a picture with you? And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is like, fuck off, kid. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I, oh! I, really? I don't know if that actually really happened. Yeah, that's what happens in the movie or in the show. Oh, I hope that's not real. <laughs> Oh, that's heartbreaking. No, no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And someone was in, like, they have, like, one of the directors being like, why couldn't we have gotten OJ for this? <laughs> <laughs> People are going to love him forever. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm <just kidding> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, let's get someone that's not going to do anything shady. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the first person that comes to mind? O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, that's He's so funny. He's an all-around upstanding guy. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, hold on. There's something special this week, guys. Oh. I don't I don't know if you knew this. This this being the Give Me 5 podcast and us having some patrons. Uh, patrons are people that give us a little bit of money to help the show keep the show going. Mm-hmm. And they get an opportunity to uh, affect the show in some way as a result, either by chatting with us, letting us know stuff to watch, just, you know, a little bit like that. Uh, they, they get also to participate. Get, yeah, they also get a chance to do our top five lists. And um, this week, unbeknownst to Omar, the top five list is about Omar because it was his birthday. Oh, shit. It was. <laughs> so the, the patrons... Um, have have called in some stuff, so we're gonna we're gonna start off uh, with uh, Mr. Scott. Oh, come on, Scott. <laughs> Speaking of Scott, we just spoke to him. Here is my greatest achievements that my friend Omar has accomplished. Oh, somebody kill me in his forty-six years of breathing. Number five. A lot of you might not know this. 
but he is best known for convincing his fourth grade students that Flat Stanley was actually a real person that was a adventurer during the years the Earth was still flat. <laughs> Omar is also the leader of a non-denominational backmasking group that believes we all have already lived this life, and the history is documented in reverse on every vinyl record ever mastered. Oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that's so cool. Also, Mr. Vasile is gathering funding for a traveling theater group to make every 80s movie a Broadway musical <laughs> using Barbies as puppets. I always knew he loved Barbies. That's what I had heard. Mm. I called his old neighbors where he grew That's up. That's so good. Um, he also believes, number two, that Tom Petty is still alive and breathing. And all he does every day is he drives up and down the overseas highway in his 1988 Conquest DSI jamming, <laughs> running down a dream. That's where Omar is at when no one can find him. Nice. And um, I saved the best for last. The number one best unknown fact about Omar Vestillo is because he likes Coldplay. <laughs> likes. Coldplay. Little known Likes fact, I saw them live, Coldplay. actually. <laughs> oh, boy. They're really good. They were good. Yeah. That's amazing. That was really good. The Tom Petty thing made me sad, but that was good. <laughs> that was very good. Well, there's a... Uh, there might be possibly some more. Holy shit. Where that, where that came from. Okay. So, shall, shall we move on? We shall. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, our flag means death. Oh, okay. That was uh, That's all you. Well, not all you. I watched it too. But tell us about that. Well, that, that's interesting because before I do, well, okay, let me do the, the background details first. Okay. So, Our Flag Means Death, I, I, I really just came upon it by accident a couple of days ago. The, the release date of the first episode was March 3rd, so it's, it's fresh. Um, the new episodes come out every Thursday, so the fourth episode is coming out this coming Thursday. It's billed as a Max original, but it's on, so it's on HBO Max. And apparently, from what I found, it's only available on HBO Max. The the list of actors is huge, but um, so I've I've cut it down uh, significantly. So, uh, Steed Bennett, uh, Steed Bonnet rather, is played by Reese Darby. Um, it also stars Eden Grace Redfield, Ewan Bremmer, Samson Cayo, Joel Fry, who I've seen in other things, Nathan Fode, Victor Ortiz, uh, Vico Ortiz rather, Matthew Marr, uh, Nate Faxon, and then. Fred Armisen shows up in episode three. Leslie Jones shows up in episode three. And Taika Waititi is Blackbeard. Uh, nice. Oh, it's very cool. The synopsis. I, I love the way they did Blackbeard. Blackbeard looks fantastic. So cool. Like the, the black smoke like over his face and the glowing red eyes. Well, he appears later again. And not like that. 
Oh, okay. Right? And that's not a huge spoiler, but... Um, yeah, he does. You're right. The first time they show that, because it's it's because the one they, the first time they show it, it's like more of a memory or like a dream or whatever. Yeah, the guy's telling a story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The synopsis is this: the year is 1717, and wealthy landowner Steed Bonnet has a midlife crisis and <laughs> decides to blow up his cushy life to become a pirate. It does not go well. Okay, and it's based on an actual true story. Steed Bonnet was a real person. He lived from 1680. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I, I did find that, and I looked up a little bit. I'm not going to read everything that's here because it's a lot. But he lived from 1688 to uh, 1718. <laughs> so his pirate career did not last very long. His pirate career was not long at all. Um, he was an early 18th century. He was like a Barbadian pirate sometimes, and he was known as the gentleman pirate. And they mock that incessantly in the show. It's fantastic. He was a moderately wealthy landowner before turning to a life of crime. He was born into a wealthy English family on Barbados. Um, he inherited an estate. Um, he did a little bit of militia service. He, with marital problems and his lack of sailing experience, he decides, what's the best thing for me to do? I'm going to become a pirate. So in seven that so that happens in seventeen seventeen, which is when the story begins. The show begins. Um, he bought a sailing vessel and he renamed it the Revenge, and it's mentioned throughout the show. And he um, sails for Nassau, which was a haven for pirates at the time. And I don't want to get too much into it because it really does follow the show very well. Um, so my my first thoughts about this was. I was just kind of flipping through the different streaming services and I happened to see it by accident. And I saw that Taika Waititi was like associated with this and he did certain, he did, he did a lot of it. He wrote, he directed, whatever. So immediately I'm interested in a nutshell. I was super excited when I saw it, when I started watching it to be completely frank, I was bored out of my mind and now I'm super excited again. All right. Um, Again, Taika Waititi caught my attention. Halfway through the first episode, I was literally just bored. There's no other way to say it. I'm sorry. Um, I powered through it, and I'm super glad I did. Because the second episode really picks up. There's solid action. The writing picks up steam. It gets very, very good. In the third episode, with a few new characters that kind of change the tone of what you're watching, particularly a character called Geraldo, played by Fred Armisen, and um, Spanish Jackie, played by Leslie Jones. The comedy finally hits its stride. There's a lot of gags. And even though it takes place in, the seven, in 1717, there's a lot of like contemporary things that they do, like dialogue. Like, like at one point, they like fist bump each other, like two of the characters. Another, mm. another like a native chieftain that they run into on an island. He sits down with everybody, and he's like, even though he's dressed like a native from the time, and whatever, he, he's like this island native. He's like, okay, you guys, what are we going to do? And they like, it's like totally like, it sounds like you're so- watching something from like this year. It's very, very funny. It's very well done. So if you're into Taika Waititi's style, then this show definitely, definitely delivers. So just like, if you find yourself like I did in episode one, kind of a little lackadaisical about it, power through because it gets very good. So this Thursday's new episode is episode four. There's a total of five, by the way. So the show is almost, this first season's almost over. 
It's <laughs> the this Thursday's episode is titled "Discomfort in a Married State," which <clears throat> I I had to laugh because I thought, is this named after my marriage? Like I don't understand my former marriage. Um, I highly recommend it. It gets very good. It's very funny. Exactly. It's ve- it really is. It really is clever. And if you like uh, what we do in the shadows, or if you like like Thor Ragnarok, like that type of humor then you're going to mm-hmm. get a lot more of it in this. Like, it's totally worth the time. It's good. It's solid. I may have to check that yeah. out. What did you think about the first episode, Greg? Yeah, actually, I, I kind of fell on the same thing. So I'm well aware of his work, uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, we've seen everything he's done. Humor, right? and, every, and every one of the original, well, other than Thor, every one of the original episodes, I, I have been like, okay, they're still feeling out characters. Where sometimes... On when the on these type of shows, the character will be so ungodly stupid that it makes the humor not land as much. Like, so like there were certain things that the character was doing. I'm like, yeah, he'd be dead by now. Correct. Because you know. And then as the show kind of went on, you're like, oh, okay. Like they did some cute things. Like you know, I don't. We shouldn't mutiny. I like the captain. He reads us stories every night. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's like right. And if we kill him, if we kill him now, we'll never know what happened to the void that little with wooden the, puppet. Right. If that would wouldn't pop it ever becomes a real boy, just like little <laughs> gags like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, the first episode basically is them. You they kind of slowly reveal that he was like a posh dude, and by him accidentally trying to take over the ship of someone that he went to boarding school with, mm. and um, they're they're beginning. I liked it. It was a little bit slow in the middle, and then it really kind of picked up towards the end. Um, and then the beginning of episode two, which I watched right before – I watched the beginning of it right before recording. I was like, okay. I almost blew off recording just to go watch the rest of it. It gets even better in episode three. Like it gets it, – nice. it, it, it picks up so quickly, and there's so much stuff happening that it's – it's definitely, definitely worth it because I almost blew it off after the first episode. And I thought, all right, it's I'm going to give him another try because I really like him, you know. Um, it, it it's good, it's fun, and I actually it's funny that you say that, like that that the character is so, you know, paraphrasing what you said, but he's like so clueless, like he'd be dead by now. And I found an interview with him, um, where they mentioned like the different, like just different shows, like uh, like what we do in the shadows and stuff. There's mentioned, and he's like, yeah, it's that whole thing where you're so unaware of yourself. But you're like you're you're almost emboldened by it. This is my these are my words, but like this is the gist of what he's saying. It's like, but you're you're just unaware. Like these characters are so unaware of how inept they are, or how whatever you know socially whatever they are, that <laughs> that that's what and that's what makes it compelling or funny or whatever it's supposed to be. And it's totally true that that's how this character is. Uh, the the main character, the the pirate, um, Steed Bonnet. And he is. He's so completely unaware that he's like, he doesn't realize how far off the mark he's being as a pirate. And it's funny. It, wow. And it gets really, really good. I'm super looking forward to the next episode in, uh, on Thursday. I think it's going to be really And the good. pirate is played by, uh, I don't know if you said this because I was getting something ready yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for you, possibly. Uh, it's played by Reese Darby, who's um, Murray from Flight of the Concords. And, but, and he's Murray, in so present, many cool things. Present. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in a lot of stuff. He's even in he's even in actually um, 
what we do in the shed. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's 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 good. Yeah. He's solid. Yeah. And I, when I saw him, I was like, man, where do I know this character from? Or like, I mean, actor from. Um, the, the thick New Zealand accent. You're like, oh, super yeah. thick. <laughs> yeah, but Rob, I you should definitely try it. Like it's 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 worth it. It's I will I will definitely it, it's 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 fun and it gets it. good once it hits once it once the writing sort of hits its stride, the right. the actors just melt into it. It's so well done. It's very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I think that was it for me. Right? Jen Jen has got me watching another episode or another series that she really likes and I'm kinda getting into that involves uh like demons, witches and vampires, and it's actually not terrible. Oh, what is it? It's called My so, Little Pony. It, it's called the discovery of witches i think i've heard of that it's on i think it's amc plus or something like that that sounds interesting, interesting. does that close out our pirates i think it does okay yeah. well someone else would like to wish you a happy birthday i haven't heard this one yet oh geez so i have no idea if it's gonna be too loud too soft whatever so if it's too loud scream and okay. i'll lower the volume i'm gonna scream anyway so <laughs> it just it just came in that's what i was doing oh got it when I was supposed to be listening to you. Yeah, but I'm boring. Hi, my loves. It's Adri. I haven't talked to you all in a minute. Um, calling in just because it's Omar's birthday. Yay. Omarcito, mi amor. Hello. Happy birthday, babe. Um, I'm just hoping that your birthday is just as fun as my boobs. I know you're thinking <laughs> about my boobs. You're goddamn right uh, I am. Maybe I'll send you a pair, like a nice pair of boob shots later. <laughs> maybe you'll like that. Christmas came Hi. early. Another thing is, um, I wanted to know if you were gonna let me blow your birthday candle. <clears throat> you know, yes. I blow it. I'm yeah, so happy maybe? right now. No? Okay, well, <laughs> um, I don't know. I was just calling to wish you a happy birthday, and I hope to meet you one day. And uh, maybe you'll like me. I don't oh, we know, love maybe. you. All anyway, of us. We I love Adrian. I, I miss you. Bye. That was and, Patreon. Um, I wanted oh. to know if you were going to let me blow your birthday candle. I'm not sure why mm. I played that again. You know, can I blow it? That was weird that it played that again. <laughs> it was weird that it was that particular part that came up again. It did that the other day, too. I guess I have to stop it. I don't mean time. to be that guy, but yes, oh. you can. <laughs> do, you need to, do you need a moment? <laughs> that was awesome. That was very cool. Like, she's so lovely. How funny is that? Oh, that was great. Okay. Very cool. Uh, let me get in my car. I'm driving also, to we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> yeah we're gonna cleanse the palate there because that was that was good that was that was good moment for you. Jubals, aka Matt, also called oh, in. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and okay. play that one too. All right, let's do this. Hello, this is Jubals, and I've called to wish Omar a very very happy birthday. <laughs> and so, in honor of this special occasion. I have decided to create my very own top five facts about Omar. This so is sit back and hang on, because this is one bumpy ride. Oh my God. So number five, Omar used to be a competitive figure skater, <laughs> but it was unfortunately banned from competitions after parents complained about his unique outfit choices. We all know what you wore. Nothing number good. four. Omar was once abducted by aliens, but was rather disappointed when he found out no anal probing was involved, or torture of any kind. Sorry, bud. Number three. Sorry, bud. Omar used to be a Navy SEAL. Now, I'm not talking about being in the military. I, I mean, he was literally a Navy SEAL. He has one great plastic surgeon. 
So a blue two, sea creature, I think. Is... Omar lives quite the extravagant lifestyle. Every week he goes out with a different celebrity. Now, none of these celebrities know about it, but it doesn't stop Omar from having fun. <laughs> and the number one most amazing fact about Omar, Omar is not his original name. Oh, no, no. His original name is Omnom. But unfortunately, he was sued by Cookie Monster and had to change it. And of course, Cookie Monster likes to taunt him every year by sending him a letter on Omar's birthday, mocking him with a cookie. Well, I hope you enjoyed this list. Omar, happy birthday, bud. Enjoy. That was awesome. I, I see no lies. All no of it's lies. true. No, no infactual evidence there oh, at all. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you could God. go to his Wikipedia page right now and find all of those things. <laughs> we need to start a Wikipedia page for Omar. <laughs> we need to start a Give Me Five Wikipedia page. That's ridiculous. That was awesome. Oh, my wow, God. I love them. Really weird sexual deviant on Wikipedia. Do you see all this stuff on this <laughs> random page? And all of them edited just from me and Rob. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, no. Jubals will help for sure. <laughs> yes, you will. That was lovely. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Adri, Jubels, Scott, and I'm sure there's more. God help me. Um, thank <laughs> oh, you. More. You guys are awesome. I love it. Well, I love you guys. Now we're we're gonna go back to our regularly scheduled show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rob. All right. Well. So I guess I was the only one who saw Uncharted, and I know that you were kind of excited about it, Greg. I, I definitely would recommend that you check it out. Uh, Uncharted came out on February 18th of 2022. It's directed by Ruben Fleischer, and it does star Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. It's got Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, Sophia Ali, Tati Gabrielle, Stephen Waddington, Pingy Moly, Tiernan Jones, Rudy Pankow. And the synopsis is basically street smart. Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the House of Moncada. Interesting little interesting little bits of history um, that actually I didn't know. Um, but about the movie, I, I was concerned a little bit about the, the young appearance of Tom Holland because to me... I, I was never a big Uncharted fan. In fact, I haven't played all of the games. I've seen some of them, but I haven't played them all. Um, so I probably didn't appreciate it as much as like you would have, Greg. Um, but I didn't think that Tom Holland looked old enough to play the role of Nathan Drake. Now, I have had a couple of uh, of the game aficionados tell me that there were some of the games of Uncharted that had a younger version of Nathan Drake, of Nathan Drake and that he kind of fit that bill. Um, and since this is kind of, uh, Nathan Drake's first, first foray into the adventuring, I guess it kind of fits. So, I mean, ultimately I did enjoy the movie. There, there's a couple of outlandish scenes that, that were like, uh, but you know, it was nothing any more ridiculous than what you find in a James Bond movie. So the suspension of disbelief was, was very easily done. There was a lot of really good action. Um, Tom and Mark actually work really well together. They play off each other pretty well. And I'm not sure in this movie of anything other than who the good guy is, because all of, 
all of Nathan Drake's acquaintances are kind of dicks. Like even even uh, Mark Wahlberg's character, who who at the end does you know does make some redeeming choices, but you know everybody in here is just kind of backstabbing each other, and I'm like, what the shit? Um, I will say if this movie does well, it, it's set up. We're gonna get a sequel. There's gonna be a sequel, but it, I mean the the movie starts out with a very very young Nathan and Sam Drake. And they they live in an orphanage, and Sam is about to be arrested. He's had his third strike, and he's going to be taken away and locked and put in jail. And he runs off and basically leaves Nathan by himself. And so, like the whole the whole movie, you know that uh, Sam never came back. And but Sam had been sending postcards and stuff from his various uh, trips, and those postcards actually become important later. Um, one of the things I did notice, but I didn't notice until like halfway through the movie, the entire movie is closed captioned. And it's closed captioned in that yellow writing that you see when you're watching the cinema sequences of the game. And so I think that was a stylistic choice that they made to make it seem more like the game. Because as people are talking, you're seeing the the closed captioning underneath like you would if you were playing the game. That's weird. And I thought, what's that? I don't know how I feel about that. Actually, I didn't mind it. And there, there, honestly, there were times once the movie got rolling that I forgot it was even there. And I had to wait and watch and be like, oh, yeah, they are closed captioning the entire thing. Okay. Because there were certain times where it was warranted. They were speaking another language and they were translating for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that happens. That's a thing in movies, right? Yeah. But then I, you know, then I'm like, wait, have they been doing that the whole movie? And then they'd go to another scene and, oh, yeah, all right, they are doing it the whole movie. So. I mean, stylistically, I think it worked. I, 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 it didn't take me out of the movie. I didn't feel like I was spending too much, too much of the movie reading, so to speak. But just be aware that it is there. It's there for the entire movie, at least on my version. It was. I don't know if there are other versions where they don't have it. But that's really interesting. On my where, where did you movie, watch it? it? Was there for the whole movie? Did you watch it in the theater? Uh, or at home? AMC at, at the theater. AMC. Wow. Okay. That's so, a, but I, I gotta ask a quick question. Go for it. This is you might get to this, but are there any jokes about like him climbing on everything, or like how strong his hands must be? Because in the game, you like leap, like the dude must have the world's strongest fingers because he like flings himself on <laughs> cliff faces. Yeah, I I don't I don't remember anything about that, but he did do a lot of climbing. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. He did do a lot of climbing and a lot of. Mm, would he be strong enough to hold on to that? I don't know. But he's he's definitely very ripped. So. You I think mean, this movie? Tom gonna, Holland. Yeah, you do you think it's going to do well and like have a sequel and everything? It did do well. It it uh, it did very well. Oh, I see. Now. So then we will probably. Yeah. Yeah, we will probably get the sequel then if it did I, that well. I believe it. For a while, I don't know if it still is, but I think it was the top movie of 2022 so far, which I know it's early really? and it's not saying much, but but I mean, it's only been a month and a half. <laughs> and we're still kind of recovering from COVID, so. Yeah. But, th- yeah. right. And, I mean, and I say that because and... I'm assuming that Batman possibly beat it. Apparently, that's um, the second biggest opening since COVID, yeah. The Batman. Batman is? Or the Batman. Batman. It's the second biggest. What was the biggest opening since COVID? I don't was it uncharted? Actually, that's a good point. I don't know. I just happened to see that today. 
No, no. it was Spider Man. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, No Way Home. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So there's a lot of good stuff to watch. But the movie is great. I I really enjoyed it, and I will definitely go see the next one. I like the premise. And I, I wasn't sure about Tati Gabrielle as uh as the lead villain, but she was great. She plays um. You remember uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? Wait, Sabrina right. like Sabrina, Sabrina, like Teenage Witch. Yeah, Sabrina? the the horror version of Sabrina. I remember. I never watched it, but I know of it. Yeah, that's her. Did we lose Greg? Oh, that's fine. He's uh, you did not lose me. You, oh. uh, my child walked in the room. Fair oh, fair enough. No, Tati Gabrielle was Prudence from Sabrina. Oh, okay, that's cool. And she plays Braddock. Yeah, she's the antagonist. She- she plays the the one of the antagonists. She plays the the uh, the hitman slash adventurer that's hired by Antonio Banderas. Okay, that's a pretty solid lineup. I mean, if you look at Tom Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, that's mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's not a joke. <laughs> like that's a pretty big deal. Uh, I'm I'm game to see this. I I hadn't even heard of it. I haven't been paying attention to anything in the theaters lately. Did you Did you play the games at all? I've never played them, no. Greg, have you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've played all of them actually, except for yeah, the. He said it was his favorite. It's one of my favorite. It's oh, there's there's some very interesting sequences, and you know, I I love adventure movies. I love you know, like stuff like you know, obviously Indiana Jones, but like Romancing the Stone kind of movies. Oh, I, like, I love that. Yeah, you know, any movie that any movie or story that has like you know poison darts launching out of a wall yeah. or <laughs> things like that. I'm all in on. Um, well, so I like how this, this is kind of the video game version of that. I like how this, um, the the background is Ferdinand Magellan and finds gold and stuff. I I, I find that interesting because being from a history point of view, I like I, that. Yeah. That to me is very. Some of the games it, have be- the games have beautiful set pieces. The the thing that I forgot, um, and I know I probably knew this at one point or another, but the thing that they've talked that they mentioned a couple of times in the movie is that. Magellan is credited as being the first person to sail all the way around the world, but he didn't do it. He doesn't make it around the world. He does. He died. He died yeah. in route, yeah. and his crew finished the uh, finished the voyage. Out of like five or six ships or whatever, only one of them finished. Right, like and Magellan actually died in the Philippines. Correct. He was killed by like a dart, some kind of arrow. Or yeah. Huh. But it's still an interesting. I like that they use Magellan as like the, whatever the 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 background the the, because it it's feasible that he would have amassed some sort of feasible. What I mean by that is in the realm of like an action adventure movie, it would be mm-hmm. that's a feasible mm-hmm. plot line. That's cool. That's very cool. I'm definitely definitely gonna watch that. Uh, yeah, I it, liked it. Is I it still it. just in the theaters? Or is it out and streaming? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, it's still just in the theaters. Okay. Fair enough. The ones that just kind of came to streaming, um, Free Guy is finally hit streaming uh, this week. That was enjoyable too. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that was good. And there was uh, West Side Story. A lot of the a lot of the Christmas movies that were only in theaters are just now hitting streaming. So that's kind of where we're at. Did anybody? Did either so, of you watch West Side Story? Just out of curiosity. Uh, no, I was down hanging out with you. I did not. 
<laughs> my wife will. You were which I I told her to. I had told her to. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to talk about I, that. <laughs> I didn't say anything specific. <laughs> for for the listeners and for Rob, since he doesn't know this, my we had we were on the beach uh, with my child, and he was um, the the net that came with all of his like buckets and pails and stuff started blowing up the like towards the seagrass, like towards whatever. <laughs> And he was running after it, and he fell. And from where we were, I thought that – I didn't know if he fell on the sand or if he fell on, like, the boardwalk that's, like, partially covered with sand. Mm-hmm. And this thing was still blowing. So I went to sprint up the beach, which is fine and all. And I, I actually was getting some pretty decent speed, except my feet started sinking more and more into the sand as I went up the beach, which caused me to not only, like, eat it hard face first into the sand, but I'm pretty sure I accidentally kicked myself in the back of the head with my feet. Like, <laughs> like you know, when your back arches backwards and you, like – I'm pretty sure I, I managed to kick myself – in the head. Well, I am so sorry I missed that. I was I was laughing my ass we off. We were dying. I was like, I oh wish. Oh my god. God, I wish I had my phone. Like I was like filming you because you finally got to Boca. We're having a good time. Like you're you're at the beach. Like we're right outside of my apartment. I'm having like I'm just loving life and you just fucking. Oh my god, that was great. Oh god. And, was but like, I felt bad too. Like oh my kid, my. Like I felt bad for my you. kid fell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I deserve oh, to be laughed at. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not that person. I'm not. No, I, if you know, even if I was severely hurt, you know, check on me, then laugh at me, because like it was funny too, because all I could think about is like my kid fell, and then I basically fell in the same spot, and I'm like, well, I guess I see where he got it. <laughs> and I didn't see it coming. All of a sudden, you just hit the ground. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Anyway, um, oh, uh, speaking of things you didn't see coming, oh, Jesus. um. Alec would also like uh, to help you celebrate your birthday. <laughs> hey, Jimmy Five Podcast. It's Alec. This is a, a top five list for Omar. Um, happy birthday, Omar. I, I wanted to give the people uh, some information they didn't know about you. I, everybody knows you're a music person and you're the main music uh, critic here at Gimme Five. And so I wanted some people to know some musical facts about you that they might not have known. Number five is really cool. You're an extra in a Vanilla Ice video. <laughs> from 2005 uh, number four Wait, in 2005 in the 90s, you spent a lot of time as a groupie for the new kids on the block uh, that's true also true that one's true number three uh, the artist that you've seen most a lot of people would probably guess Pearl Jam or something like that but it's actually Ugly Kid Joe number two your favorite soundtrack of all time is Mamma Mia oh my god true. take either that or the sequel and the best uh, fact about you is that, you know, obviously you're a big alternative and grunge fan, but you actually feel that Creed is the greatest band. Oh, no. They're definitely better than Pearl Jam. There's <gasps> oh. thoughts that you probably haven't seen out there, but I want people to know the real you. So happy birthday. Hope you enjoy. Okay. Bye. Uh, Alec, you cut me real deep, buddy. <laughs> First of all, his number two, I, I love ABBA. They're awesome. And the number one, the Creed thing, that hurt, man. <laughs> I will tell you this. the I had a run-in with the guy from Creed. Really? He seems lovely. Yes. Just kidding. I was, at a, I was at a bar in Orlando, and I was walking to the bathroom, and there was this little dude. And, you know, the guy from Creed was like, he kind of knew his, his hair. Yeah. Like the kind of stringy sort of half length. And I was like, in my, and this little dude was walking past me. I saw him and I'm like, this dumbass thinks that he's going to have the, why the fuck would this guy want the guy from Creed's hair? And I go to the bathroom, I come out and the local, the bar band is playing in the corner and they're like, 
holy shit, we've got a celebrity in the house. And it actually was the dude from Creed. Mm. And he came up and did two songs. He gave the nicest person on the planet the middle finger. Now, Omar, do you know, you know who the nicest person on the planet is, right? Married to a friend of ours. A, a friend that we wanted to beat to death with a tire iron once. He gave her the finger. That's everybody. Was it, wait, well, was it Karen? Well, yeah, I was trying to not say the name, but yeah, that, no one knows who that is. Nobody yes, knows who that is. He gave her, what? Gave her the finger. Yeah, right? And then later that night. She might be hiding was, angel wings, like actual angel wings. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you do that? Yeah, later that night, we uh, found out that was the same night that he got arrested for winging a cell phone. And this, mind you, this was, you know, 2001, so it wasn't like a smaller phone. It was like a brick, basically, at his wife's head. It was the same night that he ended up getting arrested for drunken shenanigans. Well, he des- he deserves it for for that whole thing. Yeah, you, yeah. that's insane. Is that? I don't even. Anyway, I don't that's... even know where to go with that. Yeah, but oh. yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of this, uh, Rob, did you come up with something about oh, no. Omar? I I actually did. Oh, do you want to do it like the viewers did it, or oh. do you want to alternate? Well, I've got a, I've got a little bit of a special one. I, 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 I changed do it like it the animals bit. on the Discovery Channel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's also a Bloodhound gang fan. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Yeah. So, do we want? Uh, why don't you go ahead, and I will, I will right. finish it off. Well, people might people might be wondering where Omar came from, so we're gonna oh, we gotta no, talk about that. Well, I'm I'm not gonna get into specifics, but Omar had a meeting with Ron Jeremy in New Orleans, and that's. <sighs> We got the Cajun Crawdad puddle jump. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm glad you didn't go into specifics on that. We're yeah, um, yeah. We're already banned in like three countries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Omar, Omar was hard up for money at one point, and he tried to sell his body, but the the money was refunded. There was no takers. <laughs> <laughs> They gave the money back. He laughs to keep himself from crying. Oh, my God. Jewels would be a taker. Thank you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Omar has, in fact, donated his body to science due to the fact that his blood holds the key to combating every major STD known to man through repeated and horrendous experiments. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) When he... (laughs) First, when he peed, it felt like razor blades. Now it feels like flame. Now it feels like flaming razor blades, aka ecstasy. Uh, uh. Oh, God. oh shit, that's too much. <clears throat> Omar once went out with some friends for some drinks. He woke up a week later to four arrest warrants, seven paternity <laughs> tests, a car in the tree outside his apartment, and a trombone hanging from a string above his bed. <laughs> Nobody really knows why, but. Well, you know that one's not true because it started out with friends. So, <laughs> so I don't have any of those. So that's how I know. And that yet the trombone true. thing tracks perfectly. <laughs> yes, I, I tried to make it sound. I tried to make it sound not so pathetic, but the original writing of it was that Omar once went out and woke up a week oh later. My God. It's mentioned nothing about friends. I just embellished that. That is so much. Yeah. <sighs> Every and, and lastly, Omar likes kittens. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. He does. They're adorable. He does. They're adorable. Yeah. How can you not? Oh my god. Excellent. Well, uh I got to I got to do this too. Now I wanted to explain to our listeners, because you know, they might not know like how this random person showed up about a year ago. I think it's about almost a year. Uh that you joined the podcast. I'm not sure exactly, but um we did have a very extensive search. Um and when that didn't go right, we finally chose Omar to join the podcast. But um, we wanted to – like the reasoning – I wanted to give you guys the reasoning why I decided to pick him, like basically his resume. So um, one of the things in my number five thing that I was looking for, uh, he does uh, teach math. So I mistakenly believed he was capable of actually counting to five <laughs> and making top five lists about pod, pop culture. Um, horribly wrong there. So this is – that was – he kind of lied on his resume. What's the difference oh, between five and 17? Nothing. nothing. It doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, second of all, of course, we were looking for an expert on the film uh, The Sound of Thunder. And he was literally the only one. Uh, of the, the only one of those. And I even talked to the director of that movie. Um, it was nice. He actually stopped flipping burgers at McDonald's oh to answer God, the phone. So harsh. And he was like, he was like, oh, that piece of garbage. I'm sorry. He's been, but you know, he's he's finally up to the the fry manager, so we're good. Um, I don't even remember who directed that. It's probably someone that's like a big name I think now. It was Steven anyway. Spielberg, actually, if I recall correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, you know, I was of course looking at higher education, so I did find his college thesis. Oh God! Um, it was uh, college thesis: the uh, reproduction of patriarchal hegemony, women chained to huts on Tatooine, the symbolic visions of sand vaginas. I'm not sure what that means. Are you hating on but... me? Is that what's happening right now? Yeah, so, <laughs> it seemed pop culture. It did. Oh my god! So I, I you know, it was good. Um, he also uh, his when he was uh, in, I guess, what is it? Uh, not general ed, the pre master's degree. Um, his his paper was uh, farting helps in maintaining a sense of identity. So the people, I guess, that are that feel one with the world because of their unique farts. So. Uh. Oh, so, so, multi, it was a 45-page do, uh, oh document. It was impressive. That's ridiculous. I almost read it all. Good work. Um, anyway, uh, he also did have some past podcast experience beyond us. Uh, he was on. He had his own podcast, The Things I Put in My Butt <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> wow, I was, saw that. Number one on the list was Greg you, for some you reason. It's weird. Yeah, but, on that one, buddy. That's good. But what's what's interesting is he was. It was really he didn't even explain things. He would just list the things he put in his butt. <laughs> and where I was impressed because podcasting is hard work. It was it was an hour long podcast and it was daily. <laughs> Two hundred episodes going strong. Two hundred episodes daily, hour long, just listing stuff. Oh. God! Oh my God! That's so. so I figured he could keep up with with our podcast where we just do it once oh a week. Um, but uh, number one, uh, we did we did want him to bring in one of our most uh, coveted demographics, um, middle aged Romanians with decent music taste. Oh. So that's that that is that is the reason why why we brought him on board. Well, I appreciate that last one. <laughs> They're all true, but the last one's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So 
So I believe uh, that's that's the show. Uh, you guys, if you want to check out his previous work, you can uh, check out Things I Put in My Butt podcast. It is available <laughs> on all your favorite podcast providers. Uh, I'm laughing so hard I'm literally sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not his birthday. And the cucumber he had in his butt is squirting out. Listen, we'll get to the, <laughs> to the p- pickle and peanut butter sandwiches later. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, <sighs> Any, anyone got anything else? Because I think we are done. Well, I I, I, I want to say real quick, thank you to Jubles and Adri and Scott and who am I missing? Who who else? Somebody else? There was me, Alec, <laughs> and Rob. <laughs> Alec and you and Rob. No, you Alec. no, you two. No, 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 no. Fuck you. No. <laughs> 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 but but thanks to the Patreon patrons and like basically our good buddies at this point because you guys I really appreciate that that was very funny you guys did a great job thank you and 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 yes I did have a great birthday and this was this was part of it and I appreciate it excellent Rob we failed <laughs> I was hoping for him to cry himself to sleep on his pillow this evening no that's still in, in a happen. corner yeah. somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's my usual evening. How did they know about the trombone thing? <laughs> Every time I fart, it's a sad trombone sound. Oh, that's so bad. There it is! That's the one. Dude, say excuse me. <sighs> Sorry, pardon me. I didn't realize I was... So, <laughs> we still if anybody else wants to send in uh, facts about Omar, where can they send them to us? Omar. Uh... I don't have the script up. Wait, me? I, Omar. Well, I, have to, yeah, yeah. I have to scroll down. I well, scroll I, I, I've got me. it up. I can say right, it. Go. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. You can you can go to our website, giveme5podcast.com. You can find us on Facebook by searching for the Give Me 5 Podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at giveme5pod. Or you can just email us directly, giveme5podcast at gmail.com. And guys, as always, that is F-I-V-E, not the number five. And please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using. It helps us move up the charts and it helps other people find us. We also have a store where you can buy some of your Give Me Five podcast themed merchandise at givemefivepodcast.threadless.com. Thank you for listening, guys. And remember, like I always say. Wait, hold on. Oh, my God. You can always say something in a second. Um, I was hoping, because Rob did see the Batman, and I'm hoping to see the Batman tomorrow. So if you guys are interested in a review of the Batman, we might try to do one also this week. Um, so keep an eye out for that somewhere in the, the thread. Um, and we'll discuss how that's going to happen. Um, but keep an eye out for a um, possibly one-off Batman episode. I'm not sure if, um, Omar, are you going to have a chance to see that by any chance? Yeah, I, I could I could do that this week for sure. Okay. So just keep an eye out yeah. for that because I know it's one of those timely things that people like when they see the movie they really want to like. But it's also I agree. I'm I'm glad you said that because I think a lot of people would be very interested in that because it looks like such a great yeah. movie. I'm down, and it looks like something that that there might be some spoilers um, that we don't really want to mix in with another episode. So you know we want people to go right to that episode and not have anything spoiled. So just keep an eye out. Fiji comeback. <laughs> now, as you always said, Rob. Oh, no, I, I don't think I even want to anymore. <laughs> He's angry. Sorry, we gotta, we gotta, uh, you did, we gotta you, you, prop up his ego. You did it. No, no, the people need to know what you always say.
Well, no, because that entire conversation could have happened during that lull before I asked if we should do contact information because it sounded like we were just going to walk off and be done. (laughs) Rob's heart is broken. Oh, my God. Fine. I'm about to hit goodbye. Our people are not going to know what you always say. Ready? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you may be bipolar. (laughs) There you go. Yeah.